Introducing Coco Golf's signature shoe, more than just a tennis shoe. It's a fusion of 90s inspired style and cutting edge performance technology with its sleek mid cut silhouette. It's designed to enhance speed and power on the court. The multi piece upper construction delivers high energy return for players of all levels. Whether you're a seasoned pro or just starting out, the Coco CG1 empowers you to dominate the game. Learn more and purchase the Coco CG1 at NewBalance.com. Welcome to TC Live on a Wednesday night in Cincinnati. We are presented by our friends at Cadillac. Big names in action at the Western and Southern Open as we are counting down the days until the year's final major. Here's what's on the way. After nearly two years, Novak Djokovic is back to play tennis in America. We'll explain why his night was a lot shorter than expected. Plus, it's pole position in more ways than one. Top seed Iga Sviantek is the favorite on the women's side and had one of her top performances of the season. And when tennis players masquerade as models, the headline reads, American tennis has never been hotter. We'll show you all the players' poses, it's vanity, and it is totally fair. Come on into our studios here in Santa Monica, California. Steve Weissman, happy to be back alongside my friend Chanda Rubin. We are not totally matching tonight, but still along the same lines. We've got some blues going on. What does the Hall of Famer Andy Roddick, the two-time Cincinnati champ, have? Is, it, is that oh, blue? We got blue? All right, we're feeling it. See, I'm with you. We're, we're feeling it tonight. The three of us have it going on. Uh, Stan the Man had it going on. We'll have the full highlight coming up later in the show. But quickly, Andy, your thoughts on that match against Francis Tiafo? Well, it, it, it was it, it was a vintage performance from, from Stan Wawrinka. Uh, Francis just wasn't able to generate enough momentum on a second serve point. Stan was, you know, standing 10, 12 feet behind the baseline and just absolutely ripping it, opening up the shoulders. And then he's strong enough to, to, to create on that second ball from three or four feet uh, behind the baseline. Francis just looked like he was searching a little bit. The errors, when they came, they came in bunches, pulling a forehand by two, three inches. And when you're not confident, that's the kind of difference maker, right? But Stan was pounding first serves, didn't make a ton of them, right? It's about 50% first serve percentage, but only lost one point when he made the first serve all night. So uh, a really good performance from, uh, from Stan. Yeah, Stan Favrenka, he came ready to play, and you looked at how clean he played that match. So few unforced errors relative to the winners. At one point, twice as many uh, winners. Those are incredible numbers, and he was going after his shots. Not many players can overpower Francis Tiafo, but Favrenka was doing that. And Jim, he had a good point about how much spin Favrenka gets on his shots, and that gave Francis Tiafo trouble all night. Mm. Third oldest player in Masters 1000 history to reach the round of 16. Full highlights coming up later in the show. We start with the women's world number one. Iga Sviantek playing Danielle Collins for the second time in a week, Chanda. Their match in Montreal went three sets. Today, the American didn't get three games. Yeah, it was a tough day at the office for Danielle Collins, but Sviantek, again, was ready. And she came with some energy. She took care of her serve. Danielle Collins didn't have a great serving day, a lot of second serves. That didn't help. And then points like that where Sviantek was just one step ahead, and that continued into the second set. Very one-sided first set that we're used to seeing. And 
Shiantek uh, is a front runner, and Collins just could not get enough going uh, in those critical moments, and Shiantek just taking over every opportunity she had to step inside the court. It was a terrific performance. The Ega Bakery is back open. Breadstick and a bagel. Collins <laughs> unable to hold serve a single time as Shiantek takes on the winner of this match. Queen V in the Queen City coming off her first top 20 win in four years, Chanda. Kept ruling the court early against Zhang Qinwen. Uh, things looked so good uh, for Vina. She came in with a lot of confidence and energy, as she should after that big win, the upset um, the other day. And Zhang uh, didn't play very well. She was making a lot of unforced errors, but she started to find some rhythm. She got a little help from Venus early in that second set when Venus dropped serve at two love and really didn't look back. At one point, uh, she won 10 games in a row before Venus finally got one on the board. Uh, and in the end, it was a very one-sided finish to what we had hoped would be a much tighter match in the third. Great start for V. Williams lost 12 of the last 13 games. Zhang will face Fiontech for the fourth time, looking for her first win. We will see Venus in New York City at the U.S. Open. She's won that a couple times. Third meeting this year between Jesse Pagula and Martina Trevisan. Top-ranked American won the previous two, Chanda, but we need a comeback today. And, you know, it's always a little bit tricky. You win a big tournament, you come back the next week, you don't have as much time as everyone else, and Trevisan had to come through qualifying. So she had some matches under her belt, and she put them to good use, getting off to a good start in the tie break, and got the early advantage with that first set tucked away. But it's been so impressive from Pagula. Frustration, and maybe it's good. She just let it out, and she was able to relax and play a little bit better tennis, was able to finally get uh, an early break in that second set and started turning things around. But it's not easy when you're coming back from winning a big title to kind of reset that first match of the week. And Pagula did a terrific job doing just that, using the confidence uh, she gained from winning in Canada. And this is a familiar matchup with the two times that they played early in the year. So she started being more aggressive for Bula, opening up the court, getting Trevisan on the edges, and in the end, a big win for her. She's got more hardcore wins than any woman on tour this year. Let's hear from her. Physically and mentally, I feel good, but um, the conditions are definitely different. Um, it feels much different than last week, so I think... I'm proud I was able to kind of adjust and find my way through it today because um, it's definitely playing much different and feels much different, and I just didn't have a lot of time to adapt. And um, But sometimes, you know, that's what happens, so I'm glad I was able to figure it out today. Over on the men's side, Andy, it is the first singles match for Novak Djokovic in the U.S. since 2021, and first overall since Wimbledon facing Alejandro Davidovich Fokina. Guess who's back? Novak's back. Tell a friend, Steve Weissman. And same old Novak making people absolutely grind to get through service games. Davidovich Makina, listen, Novak is not the guy that you want to play when you're nursing an injury and it's affecting your movement, it's affecting your pace of shot. The guy, I don't know if you've heard, Steve, he's pretty good even when you're not hurt. So this looked like a struggle. As soon as you saw him wince once, you figured that it was just a matter of time before Novak would get his claws in. And right here, stuck the return, made two returns on breakpoint, ended up winning one of them. That's what he does. Just ask the question over and over and over again. And Davidovich Pekina right here has to say, is this back injury worth me playing out the rest of this match, which I'm probably not going to win against Novak Djokovic, when the U.S. Open is right around the corner, and that looked bad. 
those sudden movements where you see something grab Steve. At that moment, you knew it was curtains. You knew the responsible decision was to bag it. Uh, Novak concerned uh, for his friend. Uh, you know, I feel bad for the crowd. They wanted to see more in Novak's return to the U.S. of A. But it wasn't to be. Novak on moving on against Monfils. It's definitely nice to be back. You know, I've had some really nice memories from this tournament. Um, was really glad to, to have a chance to come back to States. You know, it's been two years, so I missed it. You know, some of the biggest tournaments in our sport are playing on American soil. So, you know, I'm just uh, excited to, to play some tennis. Over to the top-ranked American man. Taylor Fritz, like Pagula, going for his 30th hardcourt win this year, Andy, playing Lorenzo Sonigo. Wax on, wax off, Daniel Son. Fritz trying to go full on Cobra Kai against Ralph Macchio Senego today. And what's Taylor looking for? Steve, he's always looking to just pounce first, get that first strike tennis, and then establish his position in the middle of the board. Two feet under. We've seen this before. I feel like we see it every single night, just putting away the forehands. Uh, Listen, Taylor's energy, it feels like it's a little more decisive this week. It feels like he's not having to try as hard to get those clean moments uh, of effort. It was a little worn down in Canada. Has looked intense, has looked focused, point in and point out in his first two matches here in Cincinnati. I love that shot, that inside in when he's falling backwards. Not many can pull it off. Taylor Fritz certainly can. He said, get that second serve out of here. I am going to take this one in straight sets. Finish him, Taylor. <laughs> Sweep the leg, Andy. Sweep the leg. <laughs> <laughs> Cobra Kai gets it done. Fritz won nearly 80% of his first serve points. Meets on the upset of the day. Casper Rude going for his 200th career tour level win. Max Purcell, how about his first top 10 win? Yeah, in, in this sport, I love it. It's all about matchups. Purcell went with a bit of the confuse and conquer method. Andy. You didn't know what he was coming in off of. You didn't know when he was coming in. Didn't allow Casper to get into those prolonged rallies that he likes to hit, but he can still stick shots from time to time. No one creates more RPMs than Casper Rude. But uh, fought back in the second set. But Purcell, again, almost reminded me a little bit of Radek Stepanek with the way he was going about uh, his game today. You didn't really know when he was getting in. You didn't know when he was going to take his shots. Returned well. Took his chances. And right here, match point for his first top 10 win. Not an easy thing to close out, Steve. Max Purcell moving on. Heck of a tournament. Has had more success in the doubles court. Impressive how he's transitioned into the singles court. 38 winners, 12 aces for Max Purcell. Rude's going to get some time on the golf course before heading to the U.S. Open. Now, some people, Chanda, were concerned about Casper Rude in the clay season. Then he makes the final at Roland Garros. Just one win, Canada, since he combined. What is your level of concern for Kasparud heading to the U.S. Open? You know, I think there's probably, uh, you know, some level of discomfort not having gotten a few more matches in. Obviously, he battled in that one. It was a matchup issue. Um, once you take that loss, you got to move on and you got to figure out, okay, what do I do now to get ready for the U.S. Open? Uh, what do I need to do? What do I need to put in place? And he's got time. So, unfortunately, he doesn't get those matches. But the fact that he's going back to a place where he did so well, where he does have that feeling, you figure maybe I can recreate it again even though I don't quite have the matches. But he's got some work to do, and maybe a lot of it is, is on the mental side, but he's still got to figure out how we can get some, some more tennis under his belt to feel a little bit more comfortable going into the U.S. Open. Andy, there's some pressure, obviously, defending the finals that he made last year at the U.S. Open. Did that fine in Paris this year? How concerned are you? 
Yeah, I don't think that's going to be the issue, Steve. I think the issue is just confidence and form, right? But we have to remember, as we look backwards, like Casper Ruud, I don't know that there's a bigger delta on tour between someone navigating, you know, the two out of three set matches where someone can attack, and he's great at navigating the three out of five set matches. The longer the format, it seems like he only gets better. And lest we forget, he got drilled last year at this tournament by Ben Shelton, only won four games uh, leading into the U.S. Open. Uh, we're all going, oh, well, listen, we're probably having the same conversation a year ago uh, on this show, and then he goes out and almost wins the U.S. Open. So he confuses me as much as any player week in and week out, but then he seems to always show up, show up when it matters uh, at the majors. Yeah, we'll see what happens. Certainly uh, a great year he had last year, and, and still a fantastic season that he's putting together this year. He's got a title this year. Yep. Much more still to come yep. here on TC Live. We've got Chanda's fan duel pick of the day. She is on a heater. And uh, Roddick wanted to see some Pete Sampras yesterday, so we wanted to be yeah. thoughtful and give Andy some flying pistol. This is, this is for you, Roddick. You don't want to miss it. Appreciate it. TC Live is presented by Cadillac. Be iconic. Introducing Coco Golf's signature shoe, more than just a tennis shoe. It's a fusion of 90s-inspired style and cutting-edge performance technology with its sleek mid-cut silhouette. It's designed to enhance speed and power on the court. The multi-piece upper construction delivers high-energy return for players of all levels. Whether you're a seasoned pro or just starting out, the Coco CG1 empowers you to dominate the game. Learn more and purchase the Coco CG1 at NewBalance.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Andy Chanda and Steve back with you on TC Live. The wild cards announced for this year's U.S. Open. Take a look on the men's side. Bunch of guys with ties to the Georgia Bulldogs. You got John Isner, Ethan Quinn, your NCAA champ, Alex Mickelson, who was committed to Georgia but chose to go pro, plus Stevie Johnson earning his spot, Lerner Tien as well with the Kalamazoo title. And then for the women, major champs Venus Williams and Caroline Wozniacki, plus you got young stars Robin Montgomery, Clervy Gunaway, who won in San Diego, and Kayla Day, who earned her spot with the U.S. Open Challenge. Back to Cincinnati we go. Tommy Paul, Ugo Bear meeting for the first time since the Champagne Challenger, Andy. It was five years ago. Uh, they're all grown up now. They are all grown up, and Tommy Paul is a worker bee now, Steve. He just goes to work every day, keeps his head down, competes. He's, he's created a habit of winning, and you just feel like right now he's going to win the big points. He's going to play solid points on break point, like that one. And then he closes out the first set and then keeps his head down again and just gets right back to work staves off uh, Umber, an early charge uh, in this second set that we're about to see. And then, listen, fights off a break point, doesn't rush shots, keeps himself in it. it it's just a, it, it's just an unreal effort from, from Tommy Paul to, to fight back, ask the question time after time from Umber. Down a break, gets it back. It's just there every single point right now, and I love it. He just puts on his hard hat, gets his lunch pail, goes to work, and puts up dubs. Love it. Just rolling on dubs, TP. Sets up a rematch with Carlos Alcaraz. TP got the win last week in Toronto, and that was good for you, Chanda, because you 
had your Chandabucks on Tommy Paul, and you are just winning and winning and winning. I just put five on it, Steve. So, you know, my winnings aren't as high, but, you know, <laughs> neither was the risk. And Tommy Paul is turning into a really stable pick week in and week out, and I love it. I, I love how he's playing, and, you know. I appreciate the bucks follow. I, I appreciate your humble nature, <laughs> and uh, for today, once it, you're going back mm. to the well with, with Sloney. Um, uh, you know, I looked at the options that I was given, Steve, and I felt like this was a good pick. I like the way Stevens is competing. I like her skill set against Vondrosova. I think she'll be able to handle the angles and and the spins and the slicing. Um, yeah, I like Stevens for this. Hopefully, she can play that kind of a poised tennis she played in the last round. Big time underdog as well. I love that yeah, for you. Yeah, it's plus money. Yeah, plus two thirty. You're gonna the chance of bucks are just gonna be. <laughs> Overflowing. I just like, like Scrooge that. McDuck. I just want to plus money. <laughs> Still to come, we got Coco Golf looking to set a new record. We'll tell you all about it when CC Live returns. Time now for a special Bloomberg update for Tennis Channel. It was a bearish day on Wall Street. Stocks, bonds, and commodities all fell together. This after the Federal Reserve's minutes for their July meeting came out, showing that they may not be done with hiking rates just yet. In fact, inflation risks, according to the Fed, could require further tightening. Most Fed officials saw significant upside risks to inflation. On this, we had risk assets selling off. The S&P 500 down about 2% over the last two days, the worst two days since May. In New York, Abigail Doolittle, Bloomberg News. From Doolittle to uh, Coco Golf doing more. The seventh seed taking on former Pepperdine star Meyer Sharif Chanda. Coco finding her form as we approach the U.S. Open. Yeah, and she just looks so confident. She understands what the assignment is, matching and match out, looking to be more aggressive. And you just saw the experience that golf has, that experience and the confidence that came through in the early stages. Sharif, you know, came out ready to play and was mixing it up, trying different shots. She can go yeah, to the high balls. She can hit little slices, especially off the forehand. But golf dealt with it all. Once she got that first set tucked away, she relaxed even more, able to get off to a good start in the second opening up the court with backhands like that one and just continue to dictate not giving up space on the baseline and she's looking to move forward whether it's a forehand whether it's a backhand and that's been good to see making some nice moves up at the net it's just an all-around comprehensive performance from Coco Golf. 13th round of 16 at a 1,000 event the most of any teenager since the level was introduced Coco Golf understood the assignment our Cadillac tournament summary, Arena Sabalenka, Elena Rabakina, both getting three-set wins. Both returning champs now out as Borna Chorich falls today. And Holger Runa retired from his match against Mackie McDonald with a back injury. Runa has not won a match since Wimbledon. Time now to enter the social net. And Caitlin Thompson wrote a great story in Vanity Fair about the next generation of American stars. The photo shoot was in Paris during Roland Garros. Here's a look at Madison Keys, Chanda. Uh, these photos were spectacular. Oh, that is fantastic and, you know, just so edgy. And it shows you a different side of these players. We see them on court. We see them sweating and, you know, going after in the battle, going after things. But here they got a chance to do something a little bit different. I like oh, yeah. it. Get, get, Jesse Pagula. Get your model on. Yes, the hair blowing. I love it. <laughs> That, that, that's your top-ranked American that's, that's in the, the world Beyonce. right now. That's the Beyonce fan going right there. That, that, that is a little Beyonce out of out of JPEG. I like that. That JPEG should go on IG. And then uh, we got Tommy Paul here. Take a look at, I mean. He's like Matrix. He's he does like, look like, like the, the Matrix. Matrix. 
right? That's that that's that's pretty clean. Are le- are leather jackets back, Steve? You, I mean, I dress like this every day. I'm like I'm a, a bum, but are they back? Is this, they is this what we're doing? Yeah, like, they never left. I, they never left. I, I also I, I also like the I also like the Mr. T starter set he's got going right there with the gold <laughs> chain. I like that. That's pretty cool. But listen, hey, this is great, right? This causes a buzz. This takes tennis to the mainstream. I think this is I think this is a great idea, and I'm, I'm shocked I get everyone to participate, and I think it's awesome. There's a little there's a little sum from Mackie McDonald. Mackie showing I mean, some look at chest? That. What? Yeah. <laughs> this may be the best photo of the entire shoot. I mean, Mackie kind of dropped the mic. He was like, okay. A shirt? Do I really need it? Right, I, I mean, see Mackie. Okay, okay, Mackie. <laughs> I, I, I always think of the photo directors. It's like, Okay, look off in the distance and pretend your shirt's not open. <laughs> you know, like one of those? Oh, yeah. I mean, you, you can see them all. Ben Shelton was in it. Francis Tiafo was in it. Seb Corda. Maxime Cressy. Danielle Collins. Alicia Parks. Shelby Rogers. Michael Moe. Claire Liu. I want to see all the pictures. Right. Why are we just... You can go online. Vanity Fair. That's fantastic. That's right. Leading into the U.S. Open. It's good stuff. All right, uh, Roddick, you asked for it. You, you wanted to see some Air Sampras. Yes! That's what I wanted. I wanted two of them, Steve, back to back. I've seen that highlight before. There and we I love go. It. I mean, this is, this is legit. Tell me this guy wasn't one of the best athletes on the earth yeah. for 15, 20 years. I mean, this is insane. Oh, by the way, playing a guy named Agassi, who's not too bad, but I love Andre. He can't get up like that, though. I'll tell you that much right now. He, get, he sees the ball by the size of a watermelon, but he doesn't have those hops. <laughs> Pete was legit. Pete was, I think, I mean, you can put oh. him in any sport, and he would have excelled. But, that, I mean, yes. those are some serious. He's probably got like a 37, 39-inch so vert. What do you think, it's, it's unreal. I, I, I love, this, I love this watching this. This is the bar. I mean, when you have somebody getting up that way and just over and over in one point, back to back, like, Mm. All it's the whole deal. It's everything. All right, you wanted us to be thoughtful, Andy. We, we look what we gave for you. Thank you. <laughs> Asking you shall receive. And we're all wearing blue today. Live coverage from Cincy starts tomorrow morning, 11 a.m. Eastern. Two hours later on Bally's and T2. The trifecta of us three will be back for TC Live tomorrow night, allegedly at 11 p.m. Eastern. Hot shots on the way. Roderick Rubin Weissman back on TC Live, presented by Cadillac. And we go back to the last match of the evening. Francis Tiafo looking for his first ever win against three-time major champ Stan Bavreka, Andy. It would not come in Mason, Ohio. Yeah, never underestimate matchups, Steven. For whatever reason, the Stanimal likes it, and Francis has struggled. Uh, in this matchup over the last four or five years. But Stanimal, this is as complete match as I've seen him play start to finish uh, in, in a long time. Made a final last month post-Wimbledon. I think that really gave him uh, a, a bunch of confidence. He was moving well. He was anticipating well. Uh, you know, listen, anytime Stanimal's and Francis says, bad racket, bad racket. Anytime Stanimal has double-digit winners to unforced error ratio, this is one of the sickest house volleys I've ever seen. I begged them to put this in the highlight. Look at this. I would do terrible, terrible things to be able to hit a half volley that soft. But that was sadly the highlight of Francis' day. Also, Stan was dropping bombs, throwing heat, hitting winners, not missing much. Tough combo, Steve. Yeah, Stan the man moving on to the round of 16.
That could have been our hot shot from Big Foe, but instead, Chanda, we have what we'll call a hot point between Coco Goff and Maya Sharif. Yeah, this is more like a highlight, uh, one of the highlights of the match for Sharif, but she covered a lot of distance back and forth, getting the lob up, and finally, no, you knew Goff was going to get that extra shot back, but finally cutting it off with a terrific volley. So, you know, there were some hot shots in there, mm -hmm. and I would call it a hot point. Not to be point. confused with a hot boy. Hot point. <laughs> <laughs> Never to be confused. And is that B-O-I or B-O-Y? Whichever one you like, Steve. Huh. Featured <laughs> matches. That's all on you, Chanda. Zverev Medvedev tomorrow. Looking forward to that one. They played like 15 times. Fiatek in action. Carlos Alcaraz, Tommy Paul. For more of all of it, we send it back to Cincy with Danny and Prakash. All right, Steve, back at our Credit One Bank Tennis Channel desk. P, we've got a rematch of what we just saw in Toronto. Carlos Alcaraz, Tommy Paul. Tommy Paul able to get it done. Do you think he can make it two in a row? Well, look, he's got everything that he needs to be able to get the win. He's he's at a career high, so his confidence should be feeling fantastic. He took out Carlos last week. He took him out last year on the hard course leading up to the U.S. Open. And I just, I love where his mindset is at. But Carlos, a great champion. He's going to play much better than he did last week. So I think it's going to be a tougher task. But the good news is we're going to get a ton of highlights for TC Live out of this match. Not only out of this match, but all the action across the grounds here on Thursday. Going to be exciting. Danny Prakash killing it as always. Our FanDuel match preview. Carlos Alcaraz, heavy favorite over Tommy Paul in this one. Tommy said he probably feels less pressure this week to play me than he did last week. TP got him in Toronto. Right now, customers get a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000. Download the FanDuel Sportsbook app to start making every moment more. Uh, what did Tommy do best in that match, Andy? And, and what adjustments do you think Carlitos is going to make tomorrow? Yeah, listen, Tommy is hitting that forehand to forehand, right? So he's always had the off forehand where he can kind of lay it off and attack the backhand side. But he has been getting on that front foot, stepping inside the court. And he was actually driving traffic first to Carlos Alcaraz's forehand, getting him on the run at, to access the backhand side. And he did that combo time after time after time. And also, like, Carlos didn't look great first round against Jordan Thompson. He didn't look great. And listen, he's a victim of his own shadow at this point. So let's give him credit where credit's due, obviously. But hasn't played like the Carlos Alcaraz that we saw through through Wimbledon. And Tommy Paul, I think, has gotten better in the first two matches this week. So I, I think Lightning could strike twice. I, I'm interested to see the energy that Alcaraz comes out with. He's been a little angsty the last couple of weeks. Let's see if he can dial it in. He's going to have to. He's going to have his hands full with Tommy Paul. CP, one of the few players on tour with a winning record head-to-head -head against Carlos Alcaraz. We got Coco Goff back in action tomorrow against somebody younger than she is, Linda Noskova. They played at Indian Wells. Coco won that match. But what's the dynamic when Coco, who's 19, is, is now facing somebody younger than her? Yeah, I think uh, Goff is kind of getting used to that a little bit. Obviously, you know, she's still, you know, the top, top person. She's the seed to beat, has a little more pressure on her. But I think she's starting to handle those moments. And with the way we're seeing her play, be more aggressive, stepping in on the forehand, and she should have a lot of confidence uh, coming into this match. So I think, you know, it's, it's a fairly even playing field from that standpoint, just in terms of the tennis. And I think golf is going to approach it that way. Yeah, I, I, I listen, I, there are a couple things that I've seen with Coco Golf since she's gotten together with Brad Gilbert and, and Pera Reba. Uh, one, it, the, the, the shot shape on the forehand, she is drilling it hard and flat when she hits a cross court and is finding some shape up the line with a little bit more spin when she's going line to switch directions. She's using that ball more to kind of find uh, the pattern that she wants 
inside of the rally. She's also not trying to run around anything anymore. Anymore. If it comes to, if anything, her back end is being hit from the right side of the court sometimes in the middle. So there's no more trying to dance around and actually control with the forehand. She's just taking the ball straight on. The third thing that I've seen that's pretty obvious is the return position. She's taking a half step or a full step to the right. Right. She's saying, listen, if you're going to challenge my forehand, uh, I'm going to be there ready for it. I'm going to be in position and I'm going to react to the backhand side, which is my more natural return side. I love what she's doing. They're simple fixes, but it leads to a lot of the aggression, like Chanda mentioned, being able to get forward because she's in the right positions on the court. Couldn't be a bigger fan of what they've done the first couple weeks together. Yeah, it's been, it's been spectacular to watch. Noskova had a big win against Petra Kvitova today, so she's riding some confidence as well. First time in 13 years, we have two teenagers playing in this round at a 1,000 level event on the WTA. The future is now. Andy Chan and myself back tomorrow to wrap up a big day of action in Cincinnati. We thank you for watching TC Live presented by Cadillac.